<laughs> you will never, ever, you will never see me, idiot. Oh, really? <laughs> Why? Absolutely not. Why? 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 We have a special guest, um, Asian Munchies, uh, Owen, and he is here to kind of tell us about himself. Maybe you can give us a basic introduction first about like who you are, what do you do, um, where you're from. Good morning and thank you very much for having me. It's an absolute honor, a pleasure to be a guest on, on your on your podcast. Uh, so yes, my name is Owen. Um, I go by Asian Munchies on Instagram. Uh, I, I am based in Toronto. Uh, I am a family man. I have a married. I have three young kids. Um, by day, I work. I am employed full time. I work in IT. And by night, I am. I guess what some of you call is a foodie. And uh, <laughs> so, so I, I work for the Alzheimer's Society uh, during the day, and during okay. the the evenings, you know, I like to cook, eat, and eat, uh, and eat. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> much. That's the um, best part of cooking is eating. <laughs> it is. It is. Um. So I, I'm born and raised here in Toronto. Um. Okay. I, both my parents are from Hong Kong. Okay. Uh, they they moved here, uh, in, back in the, or it was it would be the seventies. Yeah. And I grew up. So my my family has been in the restaurant and bakery industry for um, a lot of my life. I grew up in a lot of bakeries. I grew up in a lot of kitchens. So that, that's the reason why I love eating and cooking so much. I see. I see. Um. Yeah, he part of this um, interview before that we were also sent like some of his special sauce, and this is it's the EXO sauce from Asian Munchies, and um, we're I gonna... one here too. Hey, XOXO. <laughs> so uh, the reason how we actually uh, connected is through uh, a mutual friend of ours, Cat uh, Liu. Oh yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's right. I okay? forgot about that. We all love her. Does some great yes, things. She's amazing. Um, so what happened was, uh, uh, like many of us, a lot, um, a lot of this started from the pandemic. Okay, so what actually happened was, you know, it was March of 2020 when everything. Rudy Gobert touched the microphones. NBA shut down. The world went. Can I swear on here? I'm not. Yeah, that's fine. The world is shut down after that. And so basically what I did, I started doing was I would paste a lot, I post a lot of my home cooked recipes and mm -hmm. pictures on Facebook. That happened for like a week. And then eventually I started posting into some food groups. And then I got a message from, uh, at the time I didn't know her, it was Kat. And she's like, oh, well, I saw what you've been posting a lot. And she actually, and Inviting me, asked me if I uh, would help her moderate her 
new Facebook group, which was obviously Subtle Asian Baking. Oh my god, that's so cool! It was, and at the time, it was like the, the group was about a week old, had 500 members. And if you fast forward to now, I mean, we're here three years later, we're it's like crazy 150,000 members. Yeah, Some yeah, of the most, you'll find the most talented bakers around yeah. the world. It's just insane what you'll see in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happened was, yeah, um, I joined the group, and then a year later, what happened was uh, they, they wanted to um, do a fundraiser. That was when all this Asian hate started happening and all that. And basically what happened was the premise was to have local, um, have you know, bakers around do local bake sales from earlier. And from the sales, you would uh, donate to a charity uh, of choice. And um, they decided that the charity would be, you know, welcome to Chinatown. Now, I wanted to help to contribute. I can't bake for shit. <laughs> uh, what I can do is I, I can probably air fry better than most people, which in <laughs> essence, which is really baking. But then I, I was like, you know, what can I do? Uh, I need to want to contribute. I have to f- think of something that I could make that I can ship that won't spoil overnight to like just colleagues. You got to remember back then, you got to think back. This is also over two years ago, uh, especially here in Toronto. We had a really, really bad year. Uh, even like a year after the pandemic, uh, restaurants were so closed. Dining was closed. I see. Everything was uh, everything was still. You, you couldn't go anywhere. You had mm-hmm. to, there was a mandate to stay home. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so with my family being uh, in the restaurant uh, industry, and all, I had access to commercial kitchens. So wow. my dad was a chef, uh, professional chef for most of his life. Uh, he, was tra- he was trained in Europe and all that, and I saw him make sauces at home. So I was like. Everyone makes their own version of chili oil. Okay, I can't make anyone else chili oil. Uh, they sell you can find chili oils for two or three bucks in supermarkets here. And yeah, that's Canadian. I see a lot of like different variations of chili oil, like even different like influencers. I think Fung girls have them, their man. chili oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love chili oil. Mm-hmm. I love chili oil. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it more than my exo sauce even. <laughs> <laughs> And I figured, you know, what can I, what can I sell? What can I make? So, and then in the, I, I settled on, okay, let's make XO sauce. So my, so what I did was, uh, I made about, I think it was six cases of XO sauce, which I eventually sold to just colleagues, family, friends, and a few local foodies. It was about six cases. I donated about five hundred bucks to the charity. Asian munchies XO sauce, and I never <coughs> thought about it again. I never thought about it. And then uh, by the word of mouth and uh, social media, you know, it just organically grew. It just grew. And mm. uh, here I am two years later, um, still making it to this day. That's and apparently pretty cool. it's pretty good. Apparently it's pretty good. You will <laughs> never, ever, you will never see me, idiot. Oh, really? <laughs> Why? Absolutely not. Why? Guy. Guy. I'm I'm sick and sick and tired of seeing of it. I mean, you probably taste tested too much. You're tired okay. of it. Well, okay, I, I will. T- I, okay, I still make I make it regularly. You know, a few times a month. 
yeah, yeah. And I will taste it, and I'll, I'll, and I'll when I when I pass the test, I'm good. But you'll never ever see me eat it. If you do, <laughs> if there are there are, I can think of two times you will see me on social media, see me eating it. But it, it's all it was all <laughs> bullshit. I I wasn't really eating it. It was just for promotional purposes. Yes, <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, you know, you only have the chili oil when you're eating something, right? To add on, and you're just gonna eat that all the time. <laughs> If someone is gonna get tired of it, it's gonna be the maker. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so, so I mean, have you? I mean, besides, uh, have you tried? Did you know about EXO sauce previously? So I've heard of it, like in like dishes. It would be like EXO jeng, mama, like with something, right? Like um, in dishes, but I'm I've never had it at home, like as a sauce, accessible sauce. Yeah. You as a flavor, you know. Mm hmm. Like, mm -hmm. Flavor. Yeah. You, uh, said this. Uh, number one is flavor. So I'll just give you a quick, quick background. Okay. So exo quick education. Sauce, I'm not going to educate you. I'm just going to tell you what I what what Google told me. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll be the last person to educate anyone on anything. Um, so exo sauce apparently was developed in, back in the night uh, in the 80s um, in Hong Kong, and it is uh, basically um, a, a condiment that is a flavor enhancer. Mm -hmm. um, the word, the term XO, uh, I'm sure you've been to Asian weddings before. Um, and when you go to an Asian wedding, uh, a lot of times you will find uh, at the center of the table a bottle of uh, XO Hennessy or Ooh, cognac. Yeah. You know, yeah. So uh, XO, which stands for extra old for Asian cognac. Um, really? XO, yes. Whoa, XO, I did not know that. Today, XO, years old. That's old. cool. That's cool. XO uh, in Hong Kong denotes um, luxury, uh, prestige, oh. and high class. Um, now, there's a misnomer. The, the XO sauce does not contain any of the XO cognac. Uh, it lends its name because of the ingredients that are used to make it, uh, because they are very, very expensive ingredients. Uh -huh. um, lots of dry shrimp. Yeah, uh, especially, yeah. Especially dry, dried scallops. Yeah, extra and dried scallop. That's the premium one. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Dried scallops, and also uh, um, it, uh, a very cured, cured salted ham that's called Genoa ham, a province in China, which I have no idea where it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's really what it is. Um, number one, first and foremost, uh, extra sauce is all about the umami. Umami, yeah. Umami. Uh, and then, of course, um, there. I mean, there is a similarities to a chili oil where it has oil and it has ch chili peppers um, and the garlic and and whatnot. But uh, first and foremost, it's all about the flavor. Mm. That's what it is. Uh, the most common dishes that you, uh, that you mentioned um, that you'll probably find in restaurants, exo zheng chao cheng fan or exo zheng lo ba gou. Exo Jiao Lo Ba Gou sounds so good. But I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a condiment that can be used that you can spoon <coughs> over anything you need. Or uh, another common thing, and of course, in restaurants, is to make stir fries. Uh, okay. Yum, making me so hungry. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> Wait, but it, okay, if you are to eat your Exo Jiao, like, what what would you? Uh, by default, which what would you pair it with? 
Um, I I would say the number one thing to just if if you never tried exosauce before or exosauce before, um, the most common would be steam rice. Just just put over steam rice. Okay. Um, it, it's it's great over um with dumplings. Okay. Of course, any mm-hmm. because it's, it's heavily seafood based. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you have anything seafood, uh, two two of my biggest customers are actually, or are, are not Asian. Oh. <laughs> They're white. Okay, it's just <laughs> two, two, two of my biggest customers are are um, are not Asian, and w- both of them like to use it uh, to make a stuffing for lobster ravioli. Interesting. Yeah, like mean, this, this like so the in inside of this is a stuffing as f- for the ravioli. They would they would pour it uh, into uh, and make a mixture for to stuff ravioli. Oh, cool! Wow, so, interesting. I mean, they really. So I mean, if you think of it as a latio yao, okay, which is the, the uh, you can which you can pair with anything. Um, I would say the same, right? Except you know, uh, latio yao is more about spice, mm-hmm. which is first and foremost. Yeah. Um, exo sauce is about flavor, and it really pairs good with anything. My personal favorite, if I were to eat it, um, spooner over uh, eggs. Ah. So this, is, this is nice and simple. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've never tried stir frying uh, with with eggs. I've seen other people do it with chili oil, but that, that could work. Yes. Mm. Do you think should we try it now? I mean, I've tasted it. I have I have a reaction video. I, I can also probably send a, it to yeah, you. Yeah, me too. For the video. I did. You sent us like you three like sample it? ones. Like I finished one in one go. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's just like also extra. Ones? It's like those extra are, meat. Those oh! are meant for you to give away to your friends and family. Whoopsie! Oh, actually, sorry. actually, I did give one away. I give one away. Um, right. It's okay. You're I don't good, have family good. here. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I, I have a friend who is also a foodie, and I was like, oh, she would appreciate this, so like I gave it to her. But the rest I ate so, it. <laughs> so I don't know well, what your plan is if you plan to. If you want to the tester not yeah. premium, was the tester ones not premium? Oh yeah. They were yeah. the same. They're the same. They're the same. They're the same. Oh, okay. okay, okay. okay. I, I was gonna say, like, maybe this is a different one. Like, no, right. they're the same. Unfortunately, I didn't have time to send you uh, different flavors. No, yeah. We I actually found some steamed broccoli. That's all I found in my fridge. <laughs> I got myself a cup of uh pho. Just I just put hot water and then made pho. And honestly, is that real pho? Uh, it's in a cup of noodle. A boy means okay. I'm just showing here from Costco. You can see there's so many dried shrimp and scallop. I love it. Like the I love the... dried shrimp. I love dried shrimp. Like it's oh my god, it's so much flavor. So especially you know... scallops too. Like I feel like scallops are pretty expensive. Uh, they are quite expensive. They've gone up um, significantly since uh, when I first started making them. So yeah, and really oh. the, the scallops is what is is what the whole essence of exo sauce. So I mean, without the dried scallops, there is. And no you know, sauce. like when I was in Macau, I would like walk past these like um, Chinese stores where they they have like dried scallop just like put out on you know to sell, and I never really appreciated them. And because they, I don't know, it's like I don't really use them to cook. And but now it's like I taste it. It's like oh, it's so good. 
I wish I used it more in Macau because it's probably cheaper than here. Uh, I mean, but so the one I mean, there, obviously there are different kinds of giant scalps that you can purchase from from here uh, in Toronto. So they can range as uh, you know as low as thirty dollars a pound up to uh, hundred dollars a pound, uh, depending on the size and you know yeah. wherever it's sourced from and all that. But uh, how is it? Yeah. This is amazing. You know, like I feel like it pairs well with any noodles because. You know, if if you don't want to cook meat, this is perfect because this is the meat and flavor. Uh, I would I would say you know what noodle noodles is a very 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 common um, dish that mm. people would eat it with. Yes, yeah. I would agree. It's like little meats that's already marinated. You don't have to cook it, and it's like it just flavors the whole bowl. That are in in the West Coast, uh, in particular BC and California. California is not my number one destination in the U.S. Wow. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll ask you this. Uh, if, if, if I were to ask you, where do you think is the number two destination in the U.S.? What would you think it was? Which state was is it? For you? Uh, if I was Texas. my number... You got it. Because oh. Houston has like a huge Asian population. That's, ex- that's exactly it. Yeah. It's Houston. It's and Houston. I keep, yeah, I keep seeing... Real and and people food. think Texas... People think Texas redneck and everything. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Houston is the number. Um, Texas is the number is number two, uh, behind California, strictly because of Houston, because it's a huge Asian community and a very very big Vietnamese community. Um, my wife, so so I'm from Hong Kong. Sorry, I'm from. My parents are from Hong Kong. I'm from here. I'm I'm white. I'm whiter than you guys. Hong Kong, young. Anji Star. Uh, my my wife is uh, from Vietnam, so okay. uh, which is why a lot of the stuff that I that I do post on my Instagram is actually mo- mostly a lot of uh, Vietnamese food because I do cook a lot of Vietnamese food, uh, and there's a huge Vietnamese community uh, in Houston. Mm. I didn't know that, but I know now. Now you know. Wow. No, yeah. I only like I I've only realized it after seeing all the Asian food reels from Houston. Like I get so surprised when I see, oh wait, this is Houston. Like, uh, but yeah. yeah. So so yeah. So uh, California is number one. Houston, uh, Texas number two. New York is number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, Seattle. Where's Seattle? Washington. <laughs> Right across mm-hmm. from uh, Vancouver, mm-hmm. Washington, Seattle, Washington, they're number four, uh, and then uh, and then Illinois, Chicago. Illinois. Is number five. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I actually have a climbing up the list is is Hawaii. So I have a lot of customers in Hawaii as well. There's a big Asian community there too, right? Yeah. Definitely, for sure, absolutely. Well, I don't think they're kind of like, I mean, just kidding. <laughs> They look Have like you... Filipinos. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Dark Christian. Um, you have to Hong Kong? Hong Kong, find your tea. Only once. So I'll tell you a funny story. So um, I went back almost exactly, it was actually almost 10 years ago Whoa. was when we uh, we went. Um, So back at my old job, um, I work in IT, which is... Mm-hmm. Thankless job. Um, many, many, many hours. 
overnight uh, on-call and all stuff. Uh, and what happened was, uh, so I got married uh, in 2010. Uh, but uh, we never really went on a uh, honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my employers back then, I saw that, you know, I I put in a lot, I, I sacrificed a lot, and they actually were very generous and nice enough, which I, I, I'm so grateful to this day, um, that they offered to pay for my, my flight for my honeymoon, okay? Um, so what happened was, you know, in 2000, and it, was, I guess it would have been 2012, uh, we realized that uh, we were going to have our third kid. Oh, no, no, sorry. No, in 2012, we realized that um, my wife was pregnant for, with the first kid. Mm-hmm. And if, we were, if there was a time that we went on a vacation, it was going to be then. So immediately, um, we booked our, our trip to Asia. Uh, so in, it was in, back in May of 2013 where we did our first ever uh, real trip ever. Uh, it was to Asia. And basically that's, it was... That's when we graduated high school. <laughs> 2013. <laughs> I'm old enough to be. I'm old enough to be your dad. If that was <laughs> so. What happened was so at the time my wife was pregnant, and so we did whatever we did. We did uh, safely, carefully, because she was. Uh, she was, I think I think it was 26 months pregnant at the time. Oh, wow. uh, it was two weeks. weeks. 26 weeks, yeah. And so it was a two. The first two weeks was a two week leg. Uh, it was a tour of China. Of, of 10 days it went all to china mm. it was great fun um we also uh, and then the next leg was hong kong uh next leg was osaka japan and kyoto and then we finished off the trip in vietnam um so here's one thing that everyone always asked me okay what was the best part of the trip so prior to going to the trip you know my parents from hong kong i had a lot of friends from hong kong they always told me, oh, Hong Kong's so much fun and all that. And then, of course, I, uh, me, the ignorant me always heard the stories of how bad Vietnam would be. Uh, <laughs> I was not looking to, look forward to going to Vietnam. <laughs> the best part of the trip, 100%, hands down, was Vietnam. And the worst part of the trip mm-hmm. was Hong Kong. Oh, <laughs> and, and I'm not saying that Hong Kong is bad. I actually, it, it, uh, I grew into it. it, it the, like the first night of this, of, uh, it's just something rubbed me the wrong way when I was there in Hong Kong. Like, I mean, we're we were in Wan Zai, uh, and we we had an Airbnb. Uh, I just didn't like it. Like, I I laid in bed the first night saying, "Oh God, get the hell! I can't wait to get the hell out of here." It just <laughs> I just not like it. But as the days went by. You know, day two, day three, and towards the end, I, I actually grew to really, really enjoy it. Especially, um, I guess it was called, I guess we call the mainland with uh, Bolo, God, I don't know, uh, what's that? The the sneaker sneaker street. Uh, what do you Bohai, call it? Bohai, Bohai guy, Bohai guy, yes, like that. You know, um, I really enjoyed that because you understand, my my wife was pregnant, so she would be you know tucked away uh, sleeping at like you know. 8, 9, 10 p.m. that night. And then I would just go roam the streets and just did my own thing. And yeah. I really enjoyed that. Okay. Um, I, I We went to Macau. Oh, um, how was to Macau it? Once, uh, took the, took, uh, and here, here's one thing. Right? Um, the, the transit system in, in Hong Kong, 
and Japan and New York. <laughs> I mean, what we have, what we have here in Toronto is just a, it's just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. Uh -huh. Okay, Hong Kong might be dirty as hell, but you can get to wherever you need to get. Yeah, easily. That's true. I mean, I was impressed. Like, uh, so what happened was, uh, we we got to the ferry terminal, um, in Hong Kong, and my wife got our passports. Oh no! So, and, and then so what was I supposed to do? So then you know, um, so somehow I was able to take the transit back to our Airbnb, grab our uh, passports, go back to the ferry. And I was able to do that all in 30 minutes. You, know, you would not be able to do that anywhere, at all here in Toronto. 30 minutes, you'd be able to go, you'd be lucky if you uh, went on 10 kilometers. But uh, there's something I really have to say about the public transit in uh, all other major cities uh, compared to uh, what we have to put put up with here. But yeah, uh, Macau, I mean, uh, I, I, you know, of course, I had my pokokai fan. I had my uh, potats, which were great. Didn't spend too much time. Too much time. I wish I could spend could have spent more time. We Venetian. I know we went to the Venetian. It was beautiful. But yeah. What's your favorite like Cantonese dish? That's why we always ask like any guests that come on our podcast. Oh, what's your favorite? If you tell them held a gun to my head and tell me ask me what my last meal would be um see meat beef and vegetable fried noodles i don't know what it is like it is a dish that um i loved since i was a kid i still eat it regularly to this day i mean a lot of my followers will will probably notice that because i keep posting about it i'll Two, I mean, I can eat literally eat it two, three, even four times a week. Uh, I just, I, I just love it. The thing is, here, um, we're here in Toronto, especially where um, we have a, a massive Asian community. It's here. Um, you can't see, but I'm looking out my window, and I have a huge plaza right, just literally right across from me, and it's an Asian plaza. Right. Um, there is a ton of options from what we have here. Nice. Uh, I had a friend who came to visit uh, visit me just uh, early this summer from Boston, and uh, the husband told me uh, it, it's crazy how much what the options we have here. We have everything. Like, it literally is everything. I mean, there's no sort of uh, options when, when you think of. I'm not not just saying Cantonese food. Right? Um, there's all. I mean, you name it. Oh, yeah, especially. Especially uh, the past couple of years, uh, hot pot, okay, yeah. it is really popular here. Um, barbecue yeah. skewer. Oh, we wow. also have a, a place called McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> okay. right across the street from here. All right, everybody, please check out um, Asian Munchies. Express. Shout out to Asian Munchies. Well, and I donate uh, a portion of my proceeds of uh, my exo sauce to the Alzheimer's Society of Ontario. Uh, I ran a a really, really, really cool uh, pop-up pizza fundraiser just uh, about a little over a month and a half ago uh, from my parents' backyard. It was uh, a lot of fun. I mean, if you check out, um, check me out on Instagram at Asian Munchies is my username. Mm -hmm. You will find you can find uh, a video of uh, what we did. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, uh, so right now um, uh, I have some really, really cool things going on. Um, being on your, I guess, on your podcast is number one. 
Um, I am collaborating with uh, some other local um, influencers and businesses uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, I plan to have a, a pop-up uh, shop, my first ever pop-up shop uh, in early December. Uh, for, for Congrats, congrats. Thank you. Uh, and uh, yeah, keep an eye because uh, what uh, really, really cool is uh, um, I actually met a couple uh, I met some uh, some guys locally here in Toronto. Um, shout out to Thugs of Chinatown, uh, who uh, we shot a really, really cool video um, that should be released uh, very, very soon around Halloween time. Uh, and which they, were, which they were fighting, believe it or not, over the last few drips of uh, some particular sauce, you know. Uh, <laughs> really, really cool. Stay tuned. Stay yes, tuned. Right. Um, and yeah, um, if anyone wants to uh, wants to give, well, everyone's, anyone wants to give it a try, um, you know, you can look me up on Instagram. Well, hopefully, maybe you'll put up. <laughs> so, one, uh, well, I'll leave you one with, with two things, okay? <laughs> if you don't mind. Right. Sure. Uh, real funny story. Okay, I wish I always people always ask me. Um, there's one one thing that happened ever was uh, when a customer ordered uh, from Vancouver, they ordered four bottles, and I what happened was in the end when the person got the package, they got five bottles. Where and the first someone is missing a bottle, okay? Because I I don't. Uh -huh. So anyway, what happened was um, the the customer offered to uh, pay for the extra bottle. Uh, and I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. Just, just um, it's on me. But I'll uh, do me a favor. Just give it to a friend or give it to a, fa a family member, um, which he did. So he ended up giving that extra bottle to his friend in Vancouver, who so happened to run a Vancouver Vancouver-based foodie group on Facebook that had over ten thousand members. Wow, wow. And she. Love the sauce, and the message means saying, "Would I be open to uh, if they put a bulk order? You know, give them a discounted rate." I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. You make a post and all that. Uh, this happened uh, almost exactly two years ago. Exactly two years ago, mm. uh, and for the next uh, few months up until Christmas, I ended up shipping. I think it was close to twenty cases Dang. to Vancouver. Wow! Simply all because of uh, made the simple mistake of shipping. Yeah, one extra yeah, yeah. That's crazy. To, uh, yeah, and you know you can't write that kind of thing. Yeah, um, and out of your kindness, you know, of like not taking back the money and like him being able to like give it. That's cool. And I, I have to say, uh, thank you. I mean, uh, she'll probably never see this, okay? But Jody, McMama Foods in Sacramento, you're a huge influence to me. Uh, to my sauce in the U.S. All right, um, she's the one main reason why I have any presence in the U.S. Um, my single biggest influence definitely I have to say thanks again to Cat Subtle Asian Baking. Um, the whole reason why I even came up with this extra sauce was because of her. Uh, bestseller uh, cookbook, um, Modern Asian Baking. She has another cookbook coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember the name. Sorry, you're gonna kill me. I know <laughs> it's coming out. Um, check her out. Saw Subtle Asian Baking at Cat Liu on Instagram. Follower, her, her pre-orders are coming. I, I'm thanks, Cat. I, I wouldn't be here without you. Mm. And thank so you, everyone. Nice. I mean, uh, yeah. I hope a lot of you guys here are uh, were watching, listening. 
some of you may have uh, tried my sauce before. And if you had, thank you very much. If you haven't, yes, hope to hear we'll, from you soon. We'll link it below. All right. Thank you. Thank guys. you, ladies. Yes, this was great. Thank you so much, Owen. Yeah, <laughs> Huh?